Hello everybody, Pastor Scott here and... Tommy, thank you for being here with us for Deeper. Pastor Don should be in here in a moment. I saw him filling his coffee mug on his way mm, over. He wants to drink coffee while we're <laughs> live. So there comes Pastor Don. Did you bring my coffee? No, only for me. <laughs> I guess he didn't listen Sorry, to Sorry, we're sermon. not very Christian around here. <laughs> Dave and Jan are on and Roberta. Dave and Jan, bring some coffee over, please. <laughs> so, Roberta, good to have you from Delaware. Is it snow? Are you supposed to get hit with this snow storm too? Midwest. Midwest, Midwest and South. Okay, so Delaware is spared. Didn't you guys, I think Delaware just got hit though. I know my daughter was saying, talking about being out at 2 o'clock in the morning in a snowstorm in New York City a couple days ago. So <laughs> I'm assuming... They do probably still have some snow in Delaware. <laughs> well, it feels like it here today. We just like giving you a little weather report because some of you are in Florida when you watch this or Texas or Germany or we have somebody from uh, Thailand every once in a while watching. Thailand? Yeah. It's amazing. Roberta said nine inches. Wow. That's some good snow. We don't have that here, Roberta, at all. We've got nine inches of sunshine. Well, except up in the mountain. That's where I yeah, like that's it. That's true. That's a good point. Look up to Mount Charleston, see snow. It's great. It's wonderful. Yeah, it is. But God bless you. And thanks for tuning in. Yep. So we're, what are we talking about today, well, Pastor Scott? we should welcome our podcast listeners, too. Absolutely, to of course. Good, good News from Good Sam podcast. Great to have you here. And uh, if you're new to Good Sam, go to our website, goodsamlv.com, too. And those of you watching online on Facebook right now, you always get more information there. Watch some of the sermons we reference, etc. Yeah, of course. Uh, and so just to keep that in mind as well. Well, we're continuing... Because it was, it was really a special service this past weekend. We uh, had a couple of our musicians debut a song that they wrote, and it was a, it was a very nice song. Um, and she, Gayla, did a great job performing yeah. it. Uh, so we've actually got musicians now that are really excited about writing their own Christian yeah. music. So that's yeah. pretty pretty a neat thing we have going on here at Good Samaritan. Yeah. And and Pastor Don, her name's uh, Gayla Ginarelli, and Gayla, I interviewed her for the sermon because mm-hmm. part of what I was trying to say in the sermon, I knew enough of her story, and in and, and like under four minutes, she hit the points yeah. of, of just saying, you know, because the 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 topic is... A new purpose, mm-hmm. a new purpose. And what I tried to say in the message was, we have a purpose already, and and, and so. But sometimes people, I think, I know I struggled with it for a long time, and mm-hmm. like, what's my purpose? Mm-hmm. You know, why am I here? Because mm-hmm. uh, I I do think obviously we're here for a reason. And I referenced in the message a fair number of times Rick Warren because mm-hmm. he wrote a book. Uh, he's a founding and senior pastor at Saddleback. Uh, church in California, and he wrote Purpose Driven Life, because and that's boy, that's probably been twenty years or more, I would think. Now. It's an older book. I remember you know, um, doing it my first call, yeah. reading through it. But uh, the the point being, I think people have always probably struggled with this, and probably always will. Mm-hmm. And so it was good for me to just kind of be reminded myself of what our purpose is. So thank you for tuning in today. You know that would be a good question to ask everybody. Yeah. Uh, you know what are, what do you think your purpose is? Uh, oh, we got Christy Wollen joining us. All right, Christy, welcome. Um, but yeah, what what do you think your purpose is? Before yep. you let Pastor Scott kind of lead you down this lane, uh, be something to 
come up with in your own mind, in your own heart, what is your purpose? Think about that. Why do you exist? And if you're not comfortable typing it in, like Pastor Don said, just think about that yeah. as we mm-hmm. dive into this, as we go deeper yeah. a little bit more. It's a big question. Well, Huge I, question. I have a question about that then, because okay. I think you hear Gayla talk about her purpose. You're like, wow, she's this like talented musician, and she can sing, and she's writing these original songs, these original Christian songs, and it's like, I can't sing or play an instrument. Like, what is my purpose if it's not like this major significant feeling thing? You know what I mean? Well, and and I'm glad you said it because I think that's exactly where a lot of people get hung up. Mm -hmm. It's like, I I really have come to see over the years, at least it's my opinion, and, and I think Rick Warren says it in his book as well, that... The reality is, for most people, it isn't going to be this big, significant thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, like, I can see Tommy. Uh, Tommy, by the way, Tommy has three children. Yep. Soon to have four. Yep. Um, and I think that one of the most important purposes God's going to put in your life is to really do a good job raising those kids. And she does. And she does. It. She's very good at it. She's talented at it. She has a passion for it. I mean, which we're going to talk about a little bit more in your yeah. sermon. But... Um, uh, that is one of the purposes mm-hmm. I think yeah. that will be, and to make sure that they are that you lay a good foundation for them, mm-hmm. yeah. faith, um, you know, education, those types of things. Mm-hmm. And so you know, people say, "Well, I'm just a parent." I don't know if there's such a thing as just <laughs> yeah. a parent. It's a pretty big commitment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. So anyway, well, I, I I think you know what Rick says in his book. I think what God's word says too because I mentioned a f- number of times in my message on Sunday, is I think sometimes we overcomplicate it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And really, according to God's word, our purpose is to love God <laughs> because we're loved by him. Mm-hmm. And then out of that, but I mean, if it were nothing more than that, that's enough. Mm-hmm. And then out of that flows this other stuff. And for some people like Gala, it is writing a song mm-hmm. and being able to sing. For some people, it's being the parent for some, you know, and, and Gala's a parent too. And I mean, you know, Tommy works on our website. She does all our communication stuff. There's a lot of things you do that help Good Samaritan fulfill its purpose mm-hmm. as well. Um, a lot of people... You know, take our bulletin home and pray for other people. That's one of the points in the message is you can learn your purpose through prayer, but you can also be people of prayer. Mm-hmm. But I think all of it flowing out of the fact that God's word is clear is that he created us uh, to be in relationship with him, to love him, to worship him. In and of itself, that's enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... Then we also realize, and especially those of us fortunate enough to live in you know, the United States, to have a fair amount of resources available, then there are other things we can do with our talents, gifts, and abilities uh, and passions to further God's purpose, mm-hmm. too. And for some people, and this was the thing, I, you know, as the preacher this last weekend, you know, I try to read the congregation, if you will. I saw a number of heads nodding when I said... You know, some of you go to work every day, and yet it isn't work where your gifts are being used Mm -hmm. or your passions are being used or your talents are, and you don't see the purpose there. But then maybe it's after work or on the weekends, whatever day of the week your weekend might fall on, where you can take some of those talents and gifts and your faith and all of that and put it to work for what might be what really gives you uh, meaning. Yeah. 
as well. Well, Christy had a point. She says she's definitely looking for her purpose. Um, a lot of changes in her life going on right now. I know that what Christy was doing for uh, her main job, a lot, of, a lot of us see our jobs as our purpose. I think that's pretty common. Uh, I think that's going through a time of transition. So you can be struggling a little bit with your purpose when you go through a job transition. So I think that that is a, a good question. And so hopefully, Christy, what we're talking about today helps point you down the right path um, yeah. with that. Do you think your purpose can shift over time? Oh, of course. Okay. Absolutely. But I, but I think as followers of Christ, the, the foundational mm-hmm. aspect is always to be found in God. And that, that was, mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. one of the things Rick Warren's very clear about in his book. Uh, some of the quotes I shared from him is that it always begins in God. I think people probably, I think Christians struggle with it enough, but I think people who don't have a relationship with Christ probably struggle more, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Can I share this quote? Yep. Uh, you keep referring to Rick Warren's book. Yep. The first quote you have is a really good one. God is just not is not the starting point of your life. It's kind of like that whole idea of God's your co-pilot, switch seats, right? Uh, he's not meant to be your co-pilot. He's meant to be the pilot. Mm-hmm. God is not just the starting point of your life. He is the source of it. To discover your purpose in life, you must turn to God's word and not the world's wisdom. And I think this is what we, a lot of us do. Mm-hmm. We get world's wisdom. The world wisdom says to be successful, powerful, wealthy, good looking. And all of those things, if those become your purposes in life, are shallow, empty, and will leave you wanting. Absolutely. Over, you know, maybe not right away, but it doesn't take too long at all. Rick goes on to say, you must build your life on eternal truths, not pulp, pop psychology, success, motivation, or inspirational mm. stories. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and I think that's, there is great wisdom to be found. There is, not great wisdom, there is some wisdom to be found in the world. Not everything mm. of the world is worthless and useless. Right. But it is not the stuff to build your life on. You build your life on the things of God, the foundational truths. Because those are the things that last, those are the things that have deeper, greater meaning. Um, and one of those things is God's word, which is really strange for us to be saying in Lutheran podcasts, because Lutherans, I think the only people worse about getting into the Bible than Lutherans or Catholics. Um, so, Not that we're judging. Right? Not that we're judgy whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, I, said, I said we were right there with them. But we have to spend some time with God's word. Psalm 119, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And one of the things, I'm, I don't know if I said it, all the services, but people go, well, I, you know, I don't like to read. My son doesn't like to read. Uh, and so I said, you can listen. Mm-hmm. You know, so like the Bible app that I have mm-hmm. on my phone. Yep. Uh, find a version, listen to God's word. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but to not come to church or tune in to Good News at Noon and, and Deeper and things like that and, and get at it that way too. Yep. I mean, we live in this great day and age where you can go to Google and say Bible verses about whatever. You know, and, and so if you don't know, there are ways to find out. Pastor Jim, I don't know if he's on right now or not, but he usually is. Uh, he has a Bible study tomorrow here mm-hmm. at church, but it's also on Facebook Live. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's one of the ways, along with prayer as well. Well, I think, too, going back to how you were referencing Rick Warren, with, it says not the world's wisdom. You know, you shouldn't be turning to the world's wisdom. I think we have so much at the tip of our fingers, you know, 
podcast, media, mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. input galore. And we have to be selective about what we're actually tuning into. So choosing the, you know, maybe mm. faith-based podcast or the, um, you know, the stories of people that are like just seemingly average people. I think what makes the big headlines are like, oh, this overnight success story. And so then you're like, well, what am I doing wrong with my life that yeah, I'm not like yeah. that? And I think it's really um, because we have so much access as being yeah. very intentional about what you're actually putting your energy into so that you are getting sort of that God's word input versus the world's. Yeah, I, I, find, I find a great deal of wisdom to be found in reality TV. I especially <laughs> think the Housewives of New Jersey and the Kardashians offer I thought incredible, it was Housewives of Delaware. incredible wisdom on Housewives, incredible wisdom on how we should live our lives, interact with one another. It's, uh, it's amazing. Yeah. And the shows are on year after year, year after year, which means there's millions of people watching it. Kardashians oh. are such wise, wise people. Mm. I'm sorry. You shouldn't be so sarcastic. A very sarcastic mood today. Well, you know, I thought of something when you were saying that too, Tommy. I read an article the other day. Um, a lot of young people also feel like if they haven't made it by the time they're 30, they feel like they've wasted their lives mm -hmm. because they see these success stories of, you know, maybe it's athletes or an actress or somebody who's struck it rich with, you know, something, and they go like, my life's over because I haven't mm -hmm. done that. Mm -hmm. And that's... But that's, again, looking at the worldly stuff as opposed to what God's Word says. Mm -hmm. and, and, and anyway, yeah. You know, what does the Bible say about if we lack wisdom, Pastor Scott? Well, let's read about that. It says <laughs> in James 1, 5, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, or her ask God. God who gives generously to all people without reproach, and it will be given unto him or her. And so you ask God for wisdom. Um, wisdom about what your purpose is digging into god's word i mean how do you how do you make decisions in life but for the purpose of this broadcast or podcast and and good news deeper forget what we're doing um god's word and prayer i think will help you find purpose again the foundational purpose to be loved by god and to love god and then we're going to be getting into it more but also to love people mm -hmm. Because I think it ties into the mission statement of our church well. And I was telling or writing something. I think I love our mission statement because it isn't just for the church. It really works for me, too. I have to remind myself. My mission is love God, love people, and make a difference. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and in some sense, that's my, that's my purpose. Because mm -hmm. um, my family's in that. You know, uh, friends are in that. The church is in that. And so I don't have to overcomplicate it. Mm -hmm. So say, for instance, you wanted to get a little bit more clarity on your purpose and you, you, you prayed about it, you went to God's word, and maybe it's just not clarifying for you. Are there anywhere else you could go? I think there might be. Talk to me about How that. How about some Christian friends? <laughs> Christian friends? Yeah. People grounded in the word. I, well, I, I, I just think as Christians, it doesn't mean we can't talk to non-Christians too. Of course. Too, but I mean, non-Christians have some wisdom exactly. as well. Yeah, like and I shared the story, and I'm, you know, forgive me if, if I'm repeating, but when I was struggling with the question of do I go to seminary or not, I went to one of my pastors at the time and said, how do I figure this out? And he said, go talk to some of your Christian friends, people who know you well, 
who are Christians themselves and say, here's what I'm thinking, you know me, what do you think? Mm -hmm. And I did that over the course of a couple of weeks and every one of them said, you got to do it. And for me, that was a, because God speaks through other people, I believe. Big time. And when they confirmed that, then it really helped me have clarification on that. You know, because part of what I said is, you know what some of my talents are, what some of my gifts are, some of my weaknesses are. Does this make sense? That doesn't ca- that doesn't run counter to this idea of not going to the world for wisdom? I don't think so. If you're going to God's people, mm. people who are, are also in God's word, people who are praying, people who are worshiping, who look at look mm. through a Christian lens, if you will. And, and again, have, not have your to, best interests at heart. Yeah, not trying to put other people down, but, you know... Mm. If I want my health to be addressed, I go to see a doctor, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, but if I want some guidance in my spiritual life and what I'm going to do, I want to go to people who share that belief that I have, too. God's Book of Wisdom says it in Proverbs 11, which is the book of wisdom. It says, where there is no guidance, the people fall. But in an abundance of counselors, there is safety. Let's have some wisdom about those counselors, though. Make sure that you're listening to people yep. that you do consider to be wise uh, and have your best interests at heart. Like Kim Kardashian. Like Kim Kardashian. <laughs> In other words, Kim, people are starving. In other words, one of the main ways God will help you find your purpose is through others. Yep. We had um, my children. I, I've seen some of my friends have their children end up in bad marriages. And uh, after having some discussion with them, they knew that their children were not dating good people. And uh, at least with one of them, I asked, did you, uh, did you talk to your children about that? And they're like, no, I really felt it was their decision. Mm. And, you know, you can have your opinion about that one way or another. But so one thing we did with our kids when they were in high school is I said, in those moments, you know, I think that once about a month when they're willing to talk to you when they're teenagers, um, we sat down with them and we kind of got them to agree, to promise us that if they were really getting serious with somebody and they were thinking that they were going to marry them or spend the rest of their lives with them, that they would seek out the wisdom of the people that cared about them the most, their closest friends and their family. And if nobody else liked that person, <laughs> or if the vast majority of the people that cared about them the most did not like that person or did not like that person with them, that they would at least slow the process down a little bit and re-examine that relationship and spend a little bit more time dating the person before they married them. Uh, now, whether or not they'll stick to that agreement or not, I don't know. My kids are pretty smart. I think they'll, so far they've chosen, they've found them, I have seen that they usually pick people that are pretty good uh, to be, to date, but you never know. And once again, the wisdom of the people that care about you the most, yeah. right? Exactly. And then add on to that, uh, as you look at your own gifts, talents, and abilities. And you know, I shared from First Corinthians. I love how the contemporary English version says it. There are different kinds of gifts, but they're all from the same Spirit. There are different ways to serve, but the same Lord to serve. There are different ways that God works through people, but the same God. God works in all of us in everything we do. Something from the Spirit can be seen in each person for the common good. Mm-hmm. Gala is a tremendous singer. Mm-hmm. I am not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, everybody's gifted differently, and, 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 and I think 
the purpose that God has put us here is how do we how do we love him how do we serve him how do we love others how do we serve others I think it's going to be the most fulfilling to us when we're using the gifts we have too yeah. like Pastor Don is he can fix anything I'm I handy. can't I cannot mm-hmm. and I, I just tell my wife you know that's why God invented plumbers and <laughs> electricians and that because I can't do it everybody's different different mm-hmm. different gifts I mean I was on the maintenance crew at seminary. I learned a lot of things about fixing things. Um, Tommy, what are your gifts and talents? Um, I feel like I'm organized. You are. And um, clean. I don't know. (laughs) Not like clean, like I shower clean, but I like keep things clean. (laughs) She's she's organized. Use some soap, girl. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I would say that would... That's what comes neat. to mind first. Yeah, neat. You know what also I would say if organization is good, but you're also really good at helping others stay organized. I mean, you are a blessing to Pastor Scott and I by keeping the, our, not only our website organized and a lot of the things that we put out to members of our church organized, but helping keep us on track as well. Mm. Yesterday in staff meeting, I'm, Tommy said, you know, it would be helpful if maybe we could do some of this a little bit further ahead of time <laughs> than we do. And we're like... You mean you don't want to do it at the last minute? You don't want to do it at the last minute? (laughs) Yeah, she does a good job. And and I think uh, another gift you have is you're very good with people. You're kind. Because right now Tommy uh, organizes kind of the receptions for weddings and or funerals Mm -hmm. at our church. And I've seen her interact with some of the families. Um, You make them feel very comfortable, um, appreciated. And and then, of course, you make sure that everything runs real smoothly. And especially if you're doing a reception for a wedding, that can be very stressful. And uh, just have things go smoothly. Very important, and same with the funeral, you know, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of grief and there's a lot of emotions. And it, and it, and I mean, that's a ministry. I, you know, some would say it's a ministry of hospitality. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. It makes Good people point. feel mm-hmm. welcomed and comfortable, and all of that. And and that's huge, especially in major life events like that. Too. Yeah. Yes, yes. Go on. Go yep. on. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Stop. You want to dial stop. in? We'll tell stop. you too. Yeah. I was going to ask. Do you think whenever we're living out our purpose? I mean, I think you know, at the root of it where your message is kind of saying like, obviously there's these, these, um, defined purposes, but as a whole, we're, we're called to kind of love God and love people, make a Mm -hmm. difference. And do you, I feel like that almost has like a domino effect, you know, like whenever we're living out that purpose, you know, we can be impacting these other people who may not even Mm. may not be living out that as in their life, but by seeing others kind of live it out, it helps create this domino effect into other people. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think too, when we're spending a lot of time focusing on that here at Good Samaritan, we're kind of equipping people to be able to go out and kind of serve as that domino into the next person to be able to maybe make a little tweak in their behavior or their choices to kind of be guided by making, like loving God and loving people and making a difference. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, it, it, I think it makes sense to me. Yeah. yeah. In, um, I shared at the staff meeting yesterday that we don't know sometimes, I, I think as we use our gifts and talents and abilities, who it impacts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe one day when I'm not on this earth anymore, but I'm with God, I might have a little better feel for how some of that played out. And, and, and I think it's good we probably don't know all of that because maybe we think too much of ourselves and not mm-hmm. as much of God because mm-hmm. it's really God who's at work through us as Christians. 
But we had a message yesterday on Facebook from a woman in Germany, and she had um, just found some comfort in words that were shared during Good News at Noon and stuff. And she started watching, and maybe she's watching right now, and if you are, you're, out, you're in our prayers, Catherine, um, found some hope. And it was through, it was through a, initially through a funeral, it was live streamed. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about that because it's the gifts of the congregation that have allowed us to be able to do streaming. Mm -hmm. It's people who can turn the cameras on that allow streaming to happen. Yeah, yeah. Tech you, you people, know, there's a gift. You start adding Technology. all those things together and people get touched and, mm -hmm. and, and in ways that we don't fully even understand. We would have never known if she hadn't reached out that somebody in mm -hmm. Germany had found some hope. Yeah. Because some, of some of those behind the scenes people. Yeah. Um, this is illustrating the story. I don't know if I have all the details right, but there was a revival going on on a college campus, and two young men walked by, uh, believers but not really active in their faith. And just one of the guys that was one of the ushers saw him yeah. walk by and said, Young men, you should come into the revival. And uh, they were going to walk right on by, and for some reason, they decided that his, his invitation to come in, they went in. Uh, their hearts were touched by what was going on in the revival. They recommitted their lives to Christ in that moment. And um, over a period of a few weeks, kind of decided that they were going to uh, take that, that commitment and do something with it. And one of those young men's name was Billy Graham. Yep. Amazing. And it was just an usher whose job was just to welcome people who took his job seriously and just said, Hey, young men, well, you should come in. And who knows? Yep. Um, and then Billy Graham goes on to become... One of the greatest evangelists of our modern, of our of our time. And if my eyes aren't deceiving me, I think I see Catherine, Catherine signed in. Catherine, God's blessings to you. And I just ask our whole Good Sam family to lift Catherine up in, in prayer. We're mm -hmm. honored to have you joining us from Germany uh, today as well. God bless you, Catherine. Kind of back to that story, I think it's easy for us to minimize our day-to-day -day sort of just tasks and things that we just do every single day that become monotonous. It's easy to minimize those and not realize that they are making a difference. Mm -hmm. um, but when you take a step back, or even sometimes you don't even realize until, yeah. you know, maybe you'll never realize just right. the difference or the impact that you were making at that time. Well, I, I, Pastor Don can probably correct me on this, but Martin Luther was asked kind of a, questions about this. And like, what do I do? And he said, if you're a janitor, be the best janitor you can be. I mean, do it to the glory of God. Mm -hmm. And and God takes all of those things that we do and puts them together. And that's really, you know, the stuff in 1 Corinthians, it's talking about gifts, but it's, the point being is that all of those gifts are needed in the body of Christ in order for the church to work. Yeah. And so everybody plays a role. And in that sense, everybody has a purpose. It was a good reminder. Yeah. It is. Have we gone deeper? I think we've gone deeper. This is good. I mean, this is just the beginning. This is yeah. this is a big topic. Um, and, you know, we talked about God's Word. And this is one of the reasons we give you these outlines. Uh, we give you the sermon outlines in the service. We give you the sermon outlines on online. Uh, because we understand that a lot of people maybe won't or, or aren't very comfortable spending time digging around in their Bible. So we want to make sure that every week you have Scripture in front of you. And keep going over this stuff. Keep praying about it. You know, just because we've started the conversation in your heart, you let that conversation continue between you and God through prayer and digging in a little bit more to these Scriptures. And maybe you're going to find something in them that we didn't bring out, yep. uh, that we didn't see. Because, you know, God's going to speak to you through the power of His Holy Spirit in a way that's going to make a difference to you. So 
uh, continue to use some of those things that Pastor Scott was saying uh, in some of the words and then let God do the rest. Right. So whether you're listening to the podcast, Good News from Good Sam, or here with us live on Facebook, it's been great to be with you today for this session of Deeper. Yeah. Everyone have a blessed rest of your week. Stay warm. Yeah. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.